Dad's class. Welcome to the podcast where I, Devin Pierce, bring you the tools of my toolbox. So whether you are a parent going to be one or just trying to adult, it is my goal to help make you better equipped for the great adventure of life. Welcome to Dad's class. Today we are not live on Mixer, however it is March 25th, 2020. It is 3.58 in the morning. 48, sorry, 49. 3.49 in the morning. And before we get started today, guys, I'm changing it up a little bit, and I am using hashtag StreamBeats uh, by Harris Heller. If you guys have been following the podcast for a while, you checked out the blog over on the website, you'll know that I have an affinity for Harris. I think he is an amazing person. And so shout out to him for putting together this amazing collection of copyright free music for other people to use, whether they're streamers, YouTubers, or just wanting to relax. Be sure to go find him on Twitter, go find him wherever you prefer to do your social media and, uh, Check out this music. I will have links in the description, of course, so you guys can find the tweet that has all of the playlists attached to it, and you can go find it on your preferred platform. So how are you folks? And I, I, I do realize that that is a bit of a loaded question with the state of things, but I hope that you are well. Our kids are on their second week of being home all the time. And that has been an interesting adjustment uh, to the household routine. Their school board has set up online schooling stuff starting this week. And I don't really care for it so far. I, I realize it's like day one. So hopefully we get some momentum in it. We find a groove with it, but so far it's just been a stressful situation for the whole household. Here's open. Um, also, my spouse entered self-isolation as of last Friday. Uh, our youngest is at high risk due to pre-existing respiratory conditions. So we're just like, you know what? Let's just hide in our house for a little bit and see where this goes uh, plus our kids are already had been sick before everything gotten to where it is today so we wanted to make sure that uh, we weren't bringing anything new into the home or taking whatever was already in our home out now since last class which was quite a while ago back on March 4th where we talked about how geocaching is a love language superstar. Luckily, I had pre-recorded a couple of episodes for Top 5 Tuesdays and managed to get together with a friend of mine and set up the one that came out yesterday. Uh, we talked about on those three episodes the five things that change as a parent and five reasons you should date a parent. And then yesterday we talked about the five keys to establishing wealth. And that was with uh, Miles Wilson of Platinum Tree Financial. I have to think about that 
every time. I don't know why. Although, I no longer doubt how to spell the word platinum. I have written it so many times in the last two weeks. It's kind of crazy. We also successfully hosted hashtag US Geocaching Hour, the tweet chat, which is held every Monday, as I mentioned in that last class. Uh, that was on March 16th we did that, and we will be returning as the host for that again, myself and my spouse, on April 6th. Which, that's a lot closer than I realized it was until I wrote that in the show notes earlier tonight. Or this, this morning, I guess. And following our one-year anniversary, which was back on the 10th, I decided to look at where we are with this podcast and made the decision to open up a Facebook page as well as a Twitter account specifically for Dad's Class, the entity of that project. So you can find the podcast now at Dad's Class, all one word, here on Twitter, or over at facebook.com slash dadsclass. Look forward to seeing you guys coming over and checking those out. Um, For the next little bit, I'll still be posting a lot of the Dad's Class stuff on my personal Twitter but eventually I will move away from having that at all on my personal Twitter. Not to say that you guys can't still follow me there or come say hi over there either. Now it's time for today's class. Today's episode is made possible by Alberta Health Services. This is not sponsored by them, But a member of their mental health team was kind enough to send me links and resources that I used to put this episode together for you guys. Again, links as with all links will be shared down in the description. I'm not going to be perpetuating everything that they sent me. So be sure to take some time, go check out the information that they shared. Today we are going to be talking about coping and connections, families, children, and your mental health with COVID-19. That's a bit of a mouthful for a title, but we're just going to jump right into it. The ongoing and quite frankly ever-changing situation that we find ourselves in today can be for some anxiety and stress inducing. Uh, This is especially true if you already had pre-existing medical conditions with regards to those things. So the current situation, or, sorry, or if the current situation has you separated from close family and friends for whatever reason. It is both perfectly rational and normal to be experiencing heightened awareness or concern, anxiety, even fear. Or some of you may be experiencing a sense of loss or the feeling of the loss of control, which are different things. But today, we are going to be touching on healthy coping mechanisms that might help you stay calm and reduce your stress during so much that we have so little control over. These will be especially important if you have children in your home or as caregivers of children, as kids do tend to react 
to what's going on around them, especially from the reactions they see in the adults around them. If you were able to deal with the situation calmly and confidently, that will help your children do the same thing. One of the biggest things that this does come down to is what has been the primary focus on a lot of our topics in this podcast, the aspect of self-care. And self-care will look different. It'll look different for each person based off whether they are an introvert, an omnivert, or an extrovert. This will play a part, as well as the types of hobbies that you would normally use as self-care versus the established controls in your local area for the situation at hand. Being That being said, be sure to check with your local governing bodies as to what current restrictions or recommendations are in place with regards to COVID-19 virus containment. From that, I would also suggest as does Alberta Health Services, that you limit the amount of time you're spending absorbing information about the ongoing situation. You want to set yourself up with a specific... You want to set yourself up with a specified time to get caught up on what's all going on. Whether this is once or twice a day will kind of depend on the severity of what is going on around you where you are. So far, I have no confirmed cases in my community, so once a day is probably good for me. Be sure also that when you are updating yourself on the current situation, that the information you are getting is directly from your governing authorities and not second or third hand information or information from other parts of the world, which may not be relevant to the situation where you are. We actually had this conversation kind of come up um, with people confusing what was being done in other provinces and assuming that that was being the push and assuming that was the policy and procedures being applied to the entire country of Canada. So, you know, just pay attention to where you're getting your information and how it applies to you. Some additional mental self-care includes relaxation. Anything that you already do to help you handle stress, such as breathing techniques, reading a book, listening to music, such as these stream beats here. Harris really did a great job with this stuff, by the way. I haven't listened to all of it yet, but the uh, fantasy arcade playlist. I'm really enjoying that. 
whatever it is that you need to do to take care of your mind in this situation, do that. That's basically what I was trying to get out there. Beyond that, when it comes to your physical self-care, continue with your regular routine, such as good meal times, proper sleep, and exercising as much as you possibly can. Introverts, for a lot of them anyways, aren't going to notice any major changes to how they interact with the rest of the world over the coming weeks. However, if you are an omnivert who, under stress, seeks out comfort in social gatherings, or an extrovert who needs social situations basically to know that they exist and feel comfortable, the concepts of self-isolation or mandated isolation, as some areas are currently experiencing, those things can be kind of scary and unsettling. However, we do live in an amazing time with technologies that allow us not only to connect around the world with our voice, but also with video. Another thing you can do is uh, take up video games. There are many online games that you can play with your friends and family, or you can watch other people play video games such as the guy who put the music that's playing in the background together. He streams on Twitch three days a week. I believe it's Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Go check him out. I occasionally do stream on Twitch as well. Additionally, in the coming weeks, I'm going to be working on a couple of lists for our top five Tuesdays. Additionally, in the coming weeks, I'm going to be working on a couple of lists that are kind of centered around that and ideas as to how to keep your sanity with everything that's going on. So be on the lookout for those here on the YouTube channel. When it comes to keeping yourself active, I have a couple of games here that AHS has provided in their readings that they sent to me, uh, which are actually taken from another website called asphaltgreen.org. Uh, these are activities that you can do with your family at home. And I also saw a post on a Facebook group about free exercise videos. I believe it was from Beachbody over on their Vimo account. I haven't looked into that myself, but it could be something to look into if you are a single person, as an example, in this situation. There are also... On those same platforms for video games, such as Twitch and Mixer, you will find that there are live streamers doing physical activities, different types of exercise, mindfulness activities, such as yoga. Um, a gal I grew up with, she is doing her yoga instruction classes from her isolation at her apartment by doing them live on the internet. So that's pretty cool. The two activities are designed for indoor small spaces. And the first one is an adaptation of red light, green light. This one is called Riverbank. You start Riverbank by setting up a line, either with string or tape or definitive object that's already laying on the ground. 
The leader will then yell river, bank, or riverbank. A player will hop forward over the line when they hear river and backward out of the river when they hear bank. You go to the river, you go to the bank. When the leader calls out riverbank, players hop sideways with one foot in both the river and one on the bank. Additionally, you can add in something if a player makes a mistake to have them do a jumping jack or another activity to increase the level of physical activity before rejoining the game. The second activity that they have here is called Everyone Around Me. This is a variation on musical chairs. First, you're gonna make a circle of chairs or pick like specific areas or use couch cushions, whatever the case may be. But you make a circle. And then you're going to pick a person to stand in the middle without a chair. And they are going to be your caller. The caller then shouts out a fact about themselves, such as everyone around me is wearing pink. Anyone who is wearing pink can then find a new seat as quickly as possible, including the person who was the caller. The last person standing then takes their turn as the caller. With the way they describe this, I'm not really sure if that means you're supposed to only pick things that apply to the majority of the group, or if the caller can call out things that only apply to them, and then in that case, what do the people who don't match the statement do? But you could make your own rules around that. Or you could even play rounds differently, say, you could have them pick out similarities between them and the rest of the group for one round, and then differences for the next round. You can have a little bit of fun with this one. I like that idea, actually. I might have to try that. I had my cut. I had my kids sorting wax crayons by shades of color today. That was their art project. Now, whether you are a parent or caregiver or just interacting with friends and family who have children via phone video calls over the next little while, it is key to ensure, even if there aren't any children in the room, really, realistically, but that you are being mindful on how you speak about the situation. We don't want to be coming across as though we are blaming a specific community or group of people that have been exposed to the virus or as them being the cause and source of a problem. This is especially true in front of children, but realistically, that person is still a person who is sick and we should have compassion for them as human beings and show that to the people around us, that compassion. Specifically with regards to families, Alberta Health Services encourages you to help your children make sense of the current situation. 
Remember, it is just as strange to them that they aren't going to school right now as it probably feels to you that they aren't going to school. Unless, of course, they were already being homeschooled, in which case, nothing's changed. However, even a homeschooled child is going to be aware that things are changing in the world around them. I made mention of this actually over in a blog post I did um, on the website where I was talking and focusing on the positives of the current situation. And I made mention that our two-year-old knows that something is going on simply because he hasn't gone to day home and he's pretty sure he should have been there by now. Also, not only is he staying home, but so are his siblings, which is doubly weird. When it comes to talking to your children about what is going on around them, AHS has a little list, which I'm going to pretty much spit out at you verbatim, because this is important information I want to relate as accurately as possible. Start by asking your child what they know of the situation. Pay attention to your children and listen to them with both your head and your heart. Encourage them to talk about their feelings and thoughts. If they're having difficulty expressing their emotions into words, help them express their feelings through a creative means. Accept their feelings without judgment. Those emotions and feelings can come and go. They may change. It is perfectly fine to feel sad, upset, or distressed. In most situations, these feelings won't last, and it's how we often react to them that ends up causing us problems, not the emotions themselves. Answer questions your children have calmly and reassuringly, with honesty as well. Be sure to give your children answers that are age-appropriate. And correct misinformation. Try not to tell your children not to worry. That often has the exact opposite effect on human beings. Just like telling them to calm down never calms people down, ever. The goal is to provide your children with the ability to realistically evaluate risk based on reliable information. Focus on how they can protect themselves and others from getting sick, such as washing their hands and reviewing how to wash hands with your children. We had to do that with ours. There was some confusion about that process, apparently. Be sure to ask your children to come to you if they have any new questions or concerns that arise in the future. Provide your children with comfort and remember to be patient with them. And then check in on them on a regular basis. Don't just do this once and walk away from it. Though this situation is temporary, things will eventually go back to normal until normal is reestablished, it's a good practice to just keep checking in once in a while. 
perhaps whenever you're doing your family meetings. Or perhaps you should start doing family meetings. I wanted to also bring to your attention a service that is available to Albertans. And to quote the announcement of the service, which was made on March 23rd by Alberta's chief medical officer. Alberta Health Services is launching a text-based program that aims to help provide encouragement and hope to Albertans. Text for Hope sends subscribers text messages of support and encouragement to ease stress or anxiety. Albertans can text COVID-19 HOPE to 393939 to subscribe. In return, they'll receive a daily text message on healthy thinking or actions to help them manage their mood. The program was developed by Alberta Health Services and made possible through generous support of the Mental Health Foundation, the University Hospital Foundation, the Calgary Health Trust, and the Alberta Children's Hospital Foundation, as well as the Royal Alexandria Hospital Foundation. All Albertans have been impacted by COVID-19. And this free program is an additional resource to help us find encouragement and strength as we navigate the day-to-day -day challenges of a new normal. End quote. So before we get into the question of the week, guys, I am again going to bring up our Extra Life fundraiser. And if you guys have it within you to donate some portion of finances that you have towards supporting the Edmonton Salary Children's Hospital, there are links to Extra Life in the description of this episode. Question of the week. The Alberta government has been encouraging the use of the hashtag AlbertaCares to help spread positivity across social media with the changes that we're all experiencing due to COVID-19. This week, I'm asking you guys to share with us acts of kindness or positive vibes that you have seen or heard about. You guys can tweet those directly to the podcast or to myself, however you want to do it. As with the episode, I look forward to hearing your guys' feedback so please rate the show on whatever podcast app you are listening to it on. Review it there. Come on over to YouTube. Give it a like. Give it a thumbs down. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, maybe. We got extra content on there that doesn't go to our audio listeners. And you can always come down below the bridge and comment where the trolls live. Next week, we are going to be doing a live stream at 5 p.m. Mountain Daylight Savings Time with our first guest on the show, Miles Wilson of Platinum Tree Financial. If you would like to submit a question for Miles for consideration in the episode, tweet at the podcast or myself with the hashtag AskMiles, A-S-K-M-Y-L-E-S, before Monday the 30th of March. You can also email me at crownesso at gmail.com you can find me on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, also with Crown Esso. 
I am hoping to stream games over on Twitch with a bit more regularity. So if you're looking for something to watch and want to come by and say hi, go give me a follow over there. Links are down below. If you found this class informative, share it with your friends and see what they think of it too. If you're looking for more of me, come check out the website. And if you would like to show the world that you have attended a dad's class, you'll find links to our merchandise shop attached to this episode as well. Until next class, guys, be sure to check out these suggested classes over here and educate yourself with another dad's class. Thank you guys for listening.